At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Scott Seidenberg in for Danny Burke here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Getting you ready for an exciting weekend in the sports world. No NBA Finals game tonight. We had an exciting game two last night. Game three will be in Milwaukee on Sunday. We'll go over all of that plus the huge, huge UFC event taking place tomorrow night right here in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. The first event here for the UFC in Las Vegas with fans. And Conor McGregor is headlining. So uh, what more could you ask for for a UFC event? But let's start with the NBA Finals and Game 2 last night, which featured the Suns taking a 2-0 series lead thanks to another double-digit victory. 118-108 to was the final score. And we talked about this before the game, the potential of it being the Devin Booker game. And the reason being, the thought process behind all that was the expectation of the Milwaukee Bucks to make defensive adjustments. And if you watch that game early on in the first quarter, they totally made the defensive adjustments from game one to game two. Drew Holiday was on Chris Paul. They did not switch on the screens. They did drop on the little drop-off coverage at some points, but really... They took DeAndre Ayton and that pick and roll completely out of the equation. We had the DeAndre Ayton over in point total like we did in game one, and it didn't come through because he only had the 10 points and 11 boards. He was completely a non-factor offensively in this game for the Phoenix Suns. But what was the biggest factor for them was the three-point shot. The Bucs all season were the worst team in allowing open three-point looks. Good at defending the paint. Bad at defending the three-point line. The Suns shot poorly 
from three in game one, which is a reason why I liked the Suns in game two, because as long as they did better from beyond the arc in game two, as opposed to game one, they would still have the advantage over the Bucs, whereas the Bucs shot well in game one, unlike how bad they've been throughout this entire postseason, hovering around 31%, historically bad from three-point range. And what happened in game two? The Bucs completely came back down to earth. Nine of 31 from deep. That's 29%. That's pretty much what they've been doing this entire postseason. And the Phoenix Suns, oh, did they take advantage of these open looks. They shot 20 of 40 from deep. That's 50%, yes, and they go on to win 118 to 108. At certain points throughout this game, the Bucks actually pulled within six, within four. And I just kept wondering, how is this a close game? Because to me, it felt like the Suns were never at risk of losing this game. The Bucks actually played a good game. And this is what's so mystifying about this team and this series. They outscored the Suns in the paint. They took better shots, if you don't count you know, the, the bad three-pointers. And they should have won this game if they defended the three-point line and if they didn't turn the ball over so much. The Suns took advantage of the defensive adjustments from the Bucks, and they said, okay, no Aiton, no Chris Paul, no pick and roll. How about Devin Booker from three? Booker was one of eight. In game one. And in game two, 7 of 12. Finished with 31 points, 6 assists, 5 boards. And all of a sudden, the MVP odds have completely shifted where Devin Booker was plus 400 prior to the game, now plus 200 after the game. But Chris Paul's still going to win this award. He has dropped now to minus 143. I think it was minus 152 yesterday before the game. And Chris Paul didn't even have a bad game. He had 23 points with eight assists. And we talked about it ad nauseum. This is a narrative-driven award. It's a voted-on award. And I, I find it hard to see anybody but Chris Paul winning this award, regardless of how many points Devin Booker scores. But certainly Booker was worth a sprinkle at plus 400 prior to the game yesterday. He had a great performance, as expected, and now the Bucks return home to Milwaukee, down 0-2, not an insurmountable lead, but certainly a lead that I don't think they're going to cover. Giannis Adetokounmpo, 42 points in just a Herculean effort, but absolutely no help from the rest of his teammates, which is not a recipe for success. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers here on VCNE Sports Betting Network. We're going to get into UFC 264 coming up in just a few minutes with Ryan McKinnell from Sirius XM Fight Nation, the McGregor Poirier trilogy uh, tomorrow night uh, at T Mobile Arena. McGregor is a uh, slight underdog right now, and I'm hoping that the money actually comes in on McGregor and shifts these odds so that Poirier can go off as a dog, and then I would fire in on Poirier. But I'll be honest with you, I I don't know where I'm going to play this fight. I might just forget about deciding who's going to win, Poirier and McGregor, and just go with the round props. But we'll talk to Ryan about that in just a couple of minutes. But just wrapping things up with NBA Finals Game 2 last night, 
You couldn't have asked for anything more from Giannis. 42 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and I'm kicking myself. Because how did I not play the over on Giannis's point total? We played over on Aiton that lost. We played over on Booker that won. So we broke even. Actually lost out on the VIG. We had the Suns in the over, and that hit came through for us. So it felt very good. Wasn't feeling good after the first half when only 101 points were scored, but a high-scoring second half allowed the over to come in. And Jonathan Von Tobel, who's our senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN, has told us several times that this is an over series because both of these teams are high-scoring, and the Bucks allow so many three-pointers to be taken, and the Suns just converted yesterday. So I do believe that the over is going to be the play in every game moving forward. We'll see how the books continue to adjust. But I can't believe I didn't play the over on Giannis. You knew he was going to have a day. He looked great in game one. He looked healthy in game one. And he needed to have this type of effort in order for the Bucks to have a chance to win this game. And while I think the Bucks on the first half line might be the play in Game 3, because I do think they'll win a game at home, does anything, from what you can take away from Games 1 and 2, does anything point to the Bucks being able to win this series? Win four out of the next six games? Four out of, excuse me, uh, four out of the next four games? Or, or, you know, can they win this series four games to two? I, I, I don't see this happening. Can they force seven? I, I don't see it. The, Giannis had 42 points. 12 boards. He did everything he could. He got no help. No help. And I know what you're saying. Well, maybe if Middleton does something. Maybe if Holiday does something. Maybe if Tucker does something. Then the Bucks have a chance in, in, in this game. Bucks have a chance in this series. I thought game two was as good as the Bucs can play. And they still lost by 10 points. We're not talking about a two-point or a three-point game. We're talking about a 10-point deficit. Suns are winning the NBA Finals. Chris Paul's going to win the MVP. It's actually a good buyback price at minus 143 for Chris Paul. So that might be certainly worth a look. Scott Seidenberg here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. UFC coming to you tomorrow night from T-Mobile Arena. Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier, the trilogy. Let's welcome in Ryan McKinnell from Sirius XM Fight Nation. And Ryan, is there anything that you've noticed from whether it's McGregor's camp or uh, anything that's been said leading up to this fight that tells you this, this one is being treated a little differently than the second fight. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be joining you guys uh, amidst this uh, heat wave here in Tennessee. <laughs> so this is fun. Uh, the town is on fire, literally, uh, it feels like, and certainly figuratively with the fights and all the concerts being back and comedy. It, it's great to, to have Vegas uh, Vegas back in you know, some level of normalcy. Now, as far as this fight goes, being different from, well, it's certainly different from the first fight, right, all those years ago. Second fight, a little bit more recent. Uh, but when I look at these two fighters, Dustin Poirier, the diamond, seems uh, about as calm, cool, and collected as we would expect him to be. He's just entering his prime at this point in his career, obviously coming off the win against McGregor in that second fight. He is, you know, in terms of momentum, looking great. And I got to be honest, you talk about things I've seen, things I've heard, things that are sticking with me. 
It's the fact, at least from my standpoint, that McGregor seems a little bit out of sorts in terms of the trash talk, in terms of the things that he was saying, especially yesterday at that press conference to Poirier. I don't know how many of your listeners got a chance to hear it, but uh, he was bringing the Poirier's wife into some of the trash talk. It was all very, it felt convoluted. It felt, even for McGregor, who was really good at cutting a promo and bringing the pro wrestling shtick, I guess, to mixed martial arts, you know what I mean? He's usually pretty good at it. This felt forced. It felt out of pocket. It felt, it didn't, it didn't feel particularly smart, intelligent. In fact, it, I got to be honest. It felt a little desperate. Now, I don't know if I'm looking for stuff. I don't know if I'm looking for cracks in the proverbial armor of McGregor, but it certainly seems uncharacteristic. I, I do have to say that. And it does make me wonder, and oddly, if Dustin Poirier this time around is actually getting into McGregor's head and maybe not vice versa. Well, Ryan, I'm asking everybody the same question. Uh, is McGregor's career on the line with this fight, you know, should he lose with everything he has going on outside the businesses, the whiskey, his family at his age? uh, Does he still even want to do this? Uh, Does he want to go through this grind of the training camp and prepping for fights? You know, he can make money doing whatever he wants. If he wants to do some wrestling, if he wants to do some boxing, whatever, he can make money doing anything. So if he loses this fight, is his career over? And does that motivation come into play? Well, here's the thing. Um, I understand why you would ask that, right? But McGregor's been rich for quite some time now. Uh, Now, there's varying levels, degrees of rich, right? Uh, But he's been well paid uh, above the top of everyone in the sport now for a few years, even really before the Mayweather fight. So financially speaking, this man has been secure, and yet he continues to take risks. Khabib Nurmagomedov, was a risk for him. Mm. He could have turned around and had another fight for Nate Diaz, made millions of dollars, and much had a much better chance of keeping uh, a win in terms of the win-loss column on his end. The fight with Khabib was a huge risk to anybody in the know, and it absolutely played out that way on fight night. He's taken risks after fighting Jose Aldo and beating him in 13 seconds, right? He immediately goes up after winning that featherweight title from Aldo to challenge for the 155 title. Then that kind of has a little bit of a stopover. He has to take the fight with Nate Diaz at 170, 170 pounds, 25 pounds above at that time his normal fighting weight. He's always kind of been about doing over the top, uh, you know, he, he likes to take reaches, right? He likes to take risks. And he likes, more importantly than all of that, staying relevant. Now, yes, can he go to pro wrestling? Absolutely. Can he make money outside of fighting? Yeah, he's proven that with his whiskey and some of his sponsorship deals. But can he stay relevant? The reason McGregor is so popular is because he's so damn good at fighting. And the majority of the time, he backs it up. And sometimes even in losing efforts, he he makes it exciting. So if you take away the fighting from the equation, I think that hurts him in terms of popularity, in terms of legitimacy. So even if he loses on Saturday, no, I don't think his career is over because you still have the trilogy with Nate Diaz in your back pocket, something McGregor has been vocal about, that this fight will happen. It's just a matter of timing, which is his way of saying, we'll see how my career goes. Um, and, and here's another thing. Dustin Poirier, for those in the know, for the, for the Sharps out there, this is a very, very dangerous fighter. There's a reason he beat McGregor in the last fight, and there's a reason for a lot of us he's been pegged of the future of the 155-pound division ever since he decided to make that uh, journey up in weight. So 
Um, it, 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 listen, it's going to hurt him for sure on some level in terms of popularity, in terms of that mainstream appeal. But in terms of his career being over, no, I think we're a few years still away from that. Let's talk about some round props, and we're joined by Ryan McKinnell from SiriusXM Fight Nation. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. Uh, given McGregor's stamina, his history, and the history between both of these fighters, I can't see this fight going the distance. Now, I actually don't see this fight going past the third round. Do you think there will be a stoppage prior to, like last time, prior to the third round or in that third round? I'm actually, I'm really glad you brought that up because in terms of who's going to win this fight, uh, we can get to that in a second. But, but the thing that I am most confident about heading at least into this main event is that over two and a half rounds prop that I've been seeing uh, at various places. It's a little bit of plus money right now at around plus 110, plus 115, depending on where you can get it. Um, I definitely think this fight goes over two and a half, and, 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 and I think even going over three is a good bet as well. Both mm-hmm. of these men um, you know, both of these men know what this fight is. It's obviously a, a huge, huge moment for Dustin Poirier because of even with a win over McGregor, he's still, you know, yet to crack that sort of mainstream appeal and, and get that shot at the title. Keep this in mind, Poirier uh, kind of, not kind of, he absolutely did forego a lightweight title fight to take this fight with McGregor, right? So he said, I'd rather have a fight with Conor McGregor than I would for the 155-pound strap of the UFC. So he knows what this means. He took this fight for a reason. And the same thing goes for McGregor. Is his career over if he loses, you know, on Saturday? Absolutely not. But it changes dramatically in terms of trajectory. So with everything on the line, with the fact that both of these guys uh, are extremely hard to finish, McGregor has been finished, yes, uh, but it happens rarely. And in terms of Dustin Poirier, he hardly ever gets finished just a couple times in his career. And most recently in the last six years, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov was the only man to finish him. And, and obviously your listeners know how dangerous Habib is. I, I just think when you talk about uh, a trilogy fight, both of these men have seen each other twice before. The second fight was so recent. I think that fresh that fight is fresh in their mind. I think there's going to be adjustments. I don't think this is going to be necessarily at the start of the fight, some sort of balls to the wall firefight. I think there will be adjustment periods, and, and I think you're going to see two smart fighters fighting in there at the main event uh, on Saturday, two hard fighters that are very difficult to finish. So I like that two and a half uh, rounds over. Wow. So how about this one uh, at Bet Rivers plus 275 for the fight to go the distance? Could it could it actually go go the whole length? Uh, no. That I don't <laughs> see happening. That I don't see happening strictly because of how dangerous they are, right? Like both of these men are finishers. Now, um I I just I I do I, you what essentially what you're asking there is can they withstand the accumulation of damage, right? For five rounds from two of the most world-class lightweights that this sport has ever seen in mm-hmm. my opinion. I just don't see it happening. Me neither. I, I just, I, again, I think it starts slow. I think it picks up in rounds two, three, and four. Later in two, three and four should be wicked. If it even goes to four, I see three being a very pivotal round. Two was the pivotal round in the second fight. I see three being the pivotal round in this one. Well, yeah, at Bet Rivers right now, the fight to end in round three plus 500, the fight to end in round four plus 800 
So worth a little bit of a sprinkle there. Uh, Ryan, let's let's get to who you think is going to win this fight. Um, uh, full disclosure, I was on Poirier in the second fight just because of the number. Uh, you know, he was such a dog that you got incredible yeah. value with him in that second fight, and it came through. I wish I would have done Poirier to win in the second round. That would have been even more plus money, but I'm not that good of an oracle. Uh, I want to go Poirier again here in this third fight, but something is holding me back. So where are you leaning right now? Yeah, that something is Conor McGregor. <laughs> everyone as fight, his ability to convince everyone as fight week draws near that he's got some sort of magic. But let's let's cut through the nonsense, right? Uh, fighters who win the second matchup when you're heading into a trilogy, right? And Dustin Poirier did win that second matchup overall in the history of UFC trilogy fights. That second fight winner is nine and three in the trilogy fight. Now that's not the be all end all right. McGregor always wins when he has a rematch. So there's that to look at as well. But you know, there was a moment yesterday at the press conference where a question was asked to McGregor confrontationally that mentioned, Hey, you haven't won a fight since Barack Obama was president, right? And McGregor didn't take too kindly. He said, you've only won one fight since Barack Obama mm-hmm. was president. And, and McGregor did not take too kindly to that. He got up in his feelings about that, but it is true, right? It's been a while since the man has won. Now, here's the thing that is always going to come into play when you're talking about Conor McGregor, popularity, mainstream appeal, especially the lines here in Vegas, as usually the Irish faithful come in and push the line a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not seeing as much of that happening, but I will say this still to this day, the best bite bet in combat sports is whoever is fighting against Conor McGregor because the hype is so uh, obvious, right? And the interest is so overwhelming and the mainstream appeal is so heavy that you almost have to go with the opponent, right? In any situation, I always advise going with the man Conor McGregor is facing. In this instance, I advise it even more from the standpoint that I've had Dustin Poirier pegged since eight, nine years ago as a potential future champion. He's just kind of entering his final form, and I have so many questions about McGregor. His activity against high-level competition hasn't been what it needs to be for my liking to pick him in a fight like this against Poirier. Not saying his career over is over. I'm not saying that Conor McGregor still can't be a force and put on exciting fights. I just don't think he beats Dustin Poirier on Saturday because Dustin Poirier, by my estimation, is just that good. He is Ryan McKinnell, host of MMA Today on SiriusXM Fight Nation. You can follow him on Twitter at Ryan McKinnell. That's two N's and two L's. Ryan, appreciate the time and the insight, and enjoy the fight tomorrow night. Definitely, definitely a pleasure. Enjoy the fights, everybody. Thanks. You know, he, he made me feel a little better about my Poirier pick, and, and maybe I shouldn't be held back by Conor McGregor, and I should just go and, and bet Dustin Poirier. Maybe those odds shift. Uh, maybe they don't, but it's certain to keep, certainly something to keep an eye on uh, as the day progresses, as the night progresses, and then tomorrow as well. Uh, really interesting. Let's, let me repeat those odds that we talked about earlier uh, on Bet Rivers. You can get plus 500 to, for the fight to end in round three, plus 800 for the fight to end in round four. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the home run derby odds for Monday night. I'm Scott Seidenberg right here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With UFC 264 this Saturday, Bet Rivers is offering $50 in free bets to all new users. Simply deposit $25 and use code 50free to get $50 in free bets, which you can use on the fight. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Scott Seidenberg back here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. Coming up about 10 minutes or so from now, we'll be joined by former NFL and college scout Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com, taking a look at some college football futures. But on Monday, we have the Major League Baseball Home Run Derby, and it's a fun event to wager on. You have odds to win. Uh, eventually, you'll get some matchup odds as well. And look, it's not something that you're going to try and get rich off of, but hey, uh, for a couple of bucks here, just to enjoy the event a little bit more, you can certainly find some really good odds on some of these participants. The bracket was released a couple of days ago. On the left side of the bracket, Shohei Otani, your number one seed, takes on Juan Soto, the eighth seed. Salvador Perez, your four seed against reigning champ Pete Alonso, the fifth seed. On the right side of the bracket, your two seed Joey Gallo against the hometown favorite, the seventh seed, Trevor Story. And then Matt Olson, your three seed, against Trey Mancini, the sixth seed. And what a wonderful story it is for Trey Mancini, the cancer survivor slugger. 
from the Baltimore Orioles. Now, if you look at the odds on Bet Rivers to win the event, Shohei Otani is your favorite at plus 350. He has 32 home runs this season, beating the record of Hideki Matsui for most home runs by a Japanese-born player. Joey Gallo is your second favorite at plus 450. Pete Alonso, the reigning champ, plus 525. Matt Olson, plus 580. Salvi Perez, plus 700. Juan Soto, plus 750. Trevor Story plus 800 and Trey Mancini is 10 to 1. I actually think that Trevor Story is a sneaky good play here for the home run derby. Uh, There could be some sentimental value here. He is the hometown favorite. The fans will certainly be on his side. And it could turn out to be one of those similar situations to what Bryce Harper had when he won the home run derby at Nationals Park in D.C. a couple of years ago. That was his swan song, right? His farewell to the fans in D.C., knowing that he would be a free agent at the end of the year and he would be leaving the Washington Nationals. I was at that event. It was incredible to watch. And I actually thought, because of the way the fans treated him on that night, that Harper would wind up re-signing with the Nationals. It didn't happen, and he went to the Phillies, and the rest is history. But it was such a warm ovation, and it it really felt like that was an emotional night for Bryce Harper in front of that fan base. Could be the same thing for Trevor Story, who's likely going to get traded before the trade deadline here uh, in the next month. And listen, he could find his way to the New York Yankees, could find his way to a number of other teams, but he certainly, the contract's not good enough for the Rockies, and uh, they want to offload him. So we'll see where he ends up if he doesn't last the remainder of this season with Colorado. He knows the ballpark. He knows the sight lines. Doesn't have a lot of home runs this year, but certainly has home run pop. And should he get by Joey Gallo, which could be a tall order, But should he get by Joey Gallo, he has the easier side of the bracket. If he defeats Joey Gallo in that first round, he'll likely beat either Trey Mancini or Matt Olson in that second round, and then Trevor Story will find his way into the Home Run Derby Finals. The more difficult side of the bracket is clearly that left side with Shohei Otani, Juan Soto, which is a dangerous matchup for Otani, Salvador Perez, and the reigning champ Pete Alonso. Alonzo provides you good value as well, plus 525 to win the event, because he knows and understands what it takes to win this event. I always favor guys who have participated in the Derby before, especially those who have won the Derby before. Because someone like Otani, who's never done this before, he could put on a show in the first round, but then run out of gas. We've seen it happen before. With guys who put on the show, but they're not the winners of the event, right? Maybe that happens to Otani. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. VEASAN is your betting headquarters for UFC 264. We're bringing you in-depth analysis of the McGregor-Poirier main event plus key bouts on the undercard from our full team of experts, including Luke Finacaro, Reed Kuhn, and Jordan Sherwood. Sign up for the free VSIN newsletter to receive our digital guide and tune in Saturday at noon Eastern for First Strike, our live preview show with updates from all of our fight experts. Get everything you need for betting on UFC 264 and sign up now for the free UFC 264 betting guide at vsin.com slash free. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air or all of us at VSIN Live. College football is really my bread and butter. I love the sport of college football. And my next guest is someone who I've hosted shows with for years and whose opinion I trust and value. He is veteran scout coach and current consultant with many NFL and college football programs. Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com. Chris, you are diving deep into the college football prep right now. You're doing team-by-team roster analysis up on LandryFootball.com. And I'm going to start off the off the bat with a team that I am so high on to make the college football playoff, and that's the Oklahoma Sooners. I look at the returning players on offense, the returning players on defense, Spencer Rattler, the Heisman favorite at quarterback, and the schedule for the Sooners. And Chris, you know, that Iowa State game might be the toughest one, but it's in Norman I think this is a team that goes undefeated and makes the college football playoff. Uh, your thoughts on the Oklahoma Sooners? Well, I think they got a very good chance. I think Iowa State is good. I think TCU will be a little bit of a surprise, but Oklahoma is the best roster um, in the Big 12. I, I agree with you. I think that they're the favorite to win it. I think that the offense will still be good. It hasn't been a good week. They've had a couple of suspensions at running back, but they're still pretty deep. Um, they'll move the football, they'll score a lot of points. I think the difference is this team defensively, if they play smart on offense, meaning they protect the lead a little bit better, they keep their defense off the field a little bit more. They've got a couple of good linebackers. 
two or three good defensive ends and an outstanding secondary that could maybe take this team not only into the playoffs, but maybe give them a better chance to win a game in the playoffs. We know they've not fared well once they've gotten there. Getting there is something that they've done, but winning uh, once they get there hasn't been really uh, very successful. I think their chances are better. I think this is the best defensive team they've had Oh, in quite some time, probably since like the 018. Yeah, that's that's what I think as well. And their odds right now in Bet Rivers minus 143 to win the Big 12. That will certainly be a play for me. Uh, another play for me, Chris. Uh, I've talked to you about this before, but the Georgia Bulldogs' win total is at 10 and a half. And looking at their schedule and the fact that they were 4 and 0 last year with a healthy JT Daniels at quarterback, and the way that they played with him under center certainly made a difference. And looking at their health going into this season, if they get past Clemson, which is a tall order, but even if they lose that game, they'll be favored in every game for the remainder of their season. I think this is at worst an 11-win team going into that SEC championship game against Alabama. So when you look at this Georgia team and when you look at their schedule, can you see them losing two games or no? I do not. I think I think they'll probably beat Clemson, but... That game, as you mentioned, will be difficult. Kentucky's a good team. Florida's good. But I think they win those games. And for goodness sakes, the East is really weak. You've got three of the weaker teams in South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Tennessee. That are going to be games, even if they don't play well, they'll win. Auburn will be a team that they beat, and it'll be pretty good. Arkansas will play hard. But, look, I agree with you. Um there's no real challenges here. Um, I, I think they win. I think there's a really good chance that they're unbeaten because I think, again, if I had to pick Clemson, Georgia right now, I'd favor Georgia. But, yeah, I think that they're definitely 11-1, and one, and it's just a matter of uh, can they beat Alabama. I think the whole story for them is if you lose to Clemson and obviously you lose to Alabama, then, then you're probably not getting into this 14 playoff, and that's – I think it's a national championship or bust for the folks at uh, at Georgia this year. At least that's the way they're thinking about it. Alabama still a, a still a challenge, but we're talking regular season, and I agree with you. I think eleven and one, if not twelve and zero, for the Bulldogs. Talking to veteran scout, coach, and consultant Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com. Scott Sadenberg here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. The North Carolina Tar Heels, Chris, seem to be like everybody's darling. Uh, They have a high win total. A lot of people have talked about the job that Mack Brown has done recruiting. Sam Howell could be the number one overall pick in the draft if he has uh, an elite season. He's that good. But they lost a lot of touchdown production from last year. Do you see them replacing that production from the players that they have on their roster and having the success that they had last year or exceeding that success from last year? I don't know about exceeding it. I think there's some adjustments that's going to have to be made here. I, I think they're good. I think what we we look at with North Carolina, are they the best team not named Clemson? There is a huge gap. The biggest gap, quite frankly, between the best team in in each of the Power Five conferences and the second best team. That's still Clemson and everybody else. I, I, I don't see North Carolina as a team that's a top 10 to 15 area possibly. Hmm. Quarterback plays good. I think that they're replacing a lot of running backs. I don't think the running running game will be all that good early. So 
The one thing about the ACC is there are a number of teams that are competitive. So I don't think it's a guarantee. I, I still think you're – I don't see this team, you know, being an 11-1, and 10-2 and two mm-hmm. type team. I still think they're probably a three, maybe maybe four loss. I'm, I'm hanging more on three loss team. A good team yeah. that doesn't, get, doesn't have to play Clemson. I, I think that helps them. So I think things kind of play out. Good season. Are they the second-best team in the ACC? That's what we need to find mm-hmm. out. And I give them an edge. I mean, Florida State's not there yet. Miami's not there yet. Um, and I just think, you know, I think NC State will be a challenge. Um, I think BC will be pretty good. I, I think, again, Miami will, will be pretty solid. I think North Carolina's got a good a good chance to to have a 9-3 a and three type season this year. He is Chris Landry, veteran scout, coach, and consultant. Follow him on Twitter, at Landry Football. And check out the website, LandryFootball.com. Chris, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for the insight. Hey, thanks for having me, Scott. Uh, He's the very best. And uh, look, I guess we're going under that win total for North Carolina. It's at 10. That's a lofty number. But Chris doesn't think that they are a 10-2 team. He thinks they're a 9-win team at best. So we're going to go under that North Carolina win total. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the Major League Baseball slate for this Friday evening. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. With UFC 264 this Saturday, BetRivers is offering $50 in free bets to all new users. Simply deposit $25 and use code 50FREE to get $50 in free bets, which you can use on the fight. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Scott Seidenberg back here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. In for Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can follow me on Twitter, at Scott's On Air, where I tweeted out some baseball plays for this evening's slate. And if you watched this show yesterday, we were four for four. Giving you out the baseball first five plays. If you played them all straight, congratulations. If you parlayed them, even better, even though I don't recommend parlays, but they are certainly fun when you hit them. We're going to take a look at some games here on the Major League Baseball slate coming up after we get off the air, and I'm going to once again look at the first five innings. And the game that I'm going to start with is the San Francisco Giants against the Washington Nationals. I like the same side in the first five as I do in the full game, but we'll target the first five here for a moment, and I'm going to go with the Giants. The Giants, first off, are 11 and three after a loss, or excuse me, after a day off, which they had yesterday. At home, they are fantastic, and Logan Webb at home has been fantastic this season. He has got a 1.89 ERA at home. Meanwhile, for the Nationals, they might be a little bit deflated after last night's loss, which they had an 8-0 lead in the fourth inning with Max Scherzer on the mound and lost that game 9-8. Walk-off win for the San Diego Padres and a grand slam 
for a relief pitcher off of Max Scherzer. They might come into this game a little bit deflated. And their starting pitcher, Espino, is mainly a reliever. But his last two appearances has been as a starter. And combined in nine and a third innings, has allowed three runs on eight hits. You can also look at the run line here as the Giants are the best team in Major League Baseball on the run line. So I'm going to target the Giants here in the first five innings to jump out to a lead on the Nationals. And I actually do agree with the full game line as well. I think the Giants win this game over the Nationals, but we'll start with just the first five innings. It's a small favorite line, so you don't have to lay a lot of juice. That's where I'm going to lean for the first five innings, Giants and the Nationals. Another first five play I like, and it's actually two plays for the same game. Angels and Mariners coming up a little later on this evening. I like both the Angels on the first five inning line, and I also like the over four and a half on the first five inning line. For Seattle, Marco Gonzalez has allowed runs in every single start this season. That's 10 starts for him. He's given up 13 home runs in those 10 starts. The Angels, the fifth best team in Major League Baseball in first five scoring, 2.99 runs per first five innings, while the Mariners rank 25th and at home, Average just 2.04 runs per F5. The Angels and Mariners, though, are both hitting the over in the first five innings at over 50% this season. In fact, the Angels and the Mariners are ranked first and second in Major League Baseball in first five overs. So I like the Angels to cover the first five innings, and I like the over four and a half between these two teams on the first five total line. Again, Angels and Mariners are ranked first and second in Major League Baseball in first five inning overs. So those are the two main plays that I have for this evening. You can sprinkle a couple of things on some other games as well. Dodgers, a heavy favorite over the Diamondbacks, who are just putrid. Money line's too high, but a run line might be something to look at there. Yankees and Astros from Houston. I got to stay away from the Yankees because they have just been a dumpster fire this season, while Houston is certainly tops in the American League. So I would back Odorizzi over Nestor Cortez, who's opening the game for the Yankees. I wonder who's going to get the bulk of those innings for New York. Uh, should you know Cortez only go maybe two, three innings maximum. But the two main plays we like, Angels and over in the first five innings, Giants in the first five innings. And yes, I do like both the Angels and the Giants in the full game. Giants minus 140, Angels minus 121. And I do like the Angels and Mariners to go over their posted total for the full game as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. Coming up this weekend, it's game three of the NBA Finals between the Suns and the Bucks. That'll be on Sunday evening, and Milwaukee opens up as a small favorite in game three, which you would expect because they are home and facing desperation. And they've been in this situation before, and they've come through in this situation before. Something that's very interesting, though, to keep an eye on, is that the spread is around minus four right now on Bet Rivers. The first half spread in a game situation like that would normally be 
half of it. A little less than half of it, if not. But when this line opened up, both the full game line and the halftime line were almost identical, which means that the books are catching up on this idea of betting on a team that is coming off the loss, that is returning home, that's down 2-0 in the series, and you would expect the Bucs to come out strong. The better play for me, rather than Bucks in the first half, is Bucks in the first quarter. Look at the way they came out in the first quarter of Game 2. Made a complete defensive adjustment from what we saw in Game 1, and they outplayed the Suns in that first quarter in Game 2. They had a small lead, which should have been larger considering they outscored the Suns in the paint 20 to nothing. But the Suns were lights out from three-point range. And that was the story of the game, really. The Suns shot 20 of 40 from deep. So I expect the Bucs to come out strong and have a lead after the first quarter. And maybe not the first half is the play, but the first quarter is certainly going to be a play for me in that finals game three. I do expect the Bucs to come out strong, and, and I don't think they're winning this series. It was a great effort by them in game two. They played really well, and they still lost by 10 points. Looking at the odds on Bet Rivers for the exact series outcome, Suns to sweep plus 400, Suns in five plus 230, Suns in six plus 400 or 450. And you know what? I really like the Suns to win this in five. That's what I said before the series started, and I'm not backing off that because I do believe that the Bucks will get a game at home. Uh, is it game three or is it game four? Can't tell you that right now. I think they'll get one, one of those two games. I'm going to bank on that, that they'll get one of those two games. But the Suns are going to win this series in five, and Chris Paul is going to be your most valuable player. There's a buyback spot right now on Chris Paul because the line is actually dropped on Bet Rivers. On Monday, it's funny, we tracked this all week long. On Monday, Chris Paul was a plus 175 favorite to win the Most Valuable Player Award. And the advice that I gave out on this show was instead of playing the Suns to win the series at 2 to 1 minus 200, you bet Chris Paul at plus 175 chasing that plus money because if the Suns win the finals, Chris Paul's winning the Most Valuable Player Award. It's a narrative-driven award that is voted on. And it's almost going to be a Lifetime Achievement Award for Chris Paul, right? Hall of Famer, making it to his first NBA Finals. Uh, He had several chances to get here before, but is always injured. And, you know, they probably should have beat the Warriors, that Rockets team. But then he goes down with the injury, and the Warriors advance to the NBA Finals. That was probably his best chance. We've seen it with the Clippers as well as he gets hurt in the postseason. Uh, This has been a crazy postseason with players getting injured, and he actually dealt with an injury himself early on, but was able to come back, had the games off for the COVID protocol, and maybe that's why his legs are so fresh, but he's looked great, and he's going to win this award despite what Devin Booker did uh, last night, which was score those 31 points, but Chris Paul had a great game one. He had a really good game two as well, and again, the Suns win this series. He's going to be the most valuable player. So on Monday, it opened up at plus 175. It then moved to plus 160 before tip of game one. After game one, Chris Paul had the ridiculous performance. The line shifted to north of minus 150. Minus 152, minus 153. Crept up a little bit higher than that. After the Devin Booker performance in game two, Booker's odds went from plus 400 
to much lower at plus 200. Chris Paul dropped about 10 cents to minus 143. And in my opinion, that's a buyback spot. Buy Chris Paul to win the Most Valuable Player Award now at minus 143. Because to me, that is the lock of the NBA Finals. As good as Giannis was yesterday, as good as the Bucs can play at home, they're not winning this series. The Suns will win this series, and Chris Paul will be your most valuable player. At minus 143, that is your bet for the NBA Finals. Also on Sunday, European Championship Final between Italy and England. Flip a coin, guys, because that's as close as this game is going to be. I favor England to win because they're at home at Wembley Stadium, and so I'm going to bank on the 60,000-plus to be cheering for them, and they'll feed off that crowd. I'm going to go with England to win that matchup. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air. It's been a pleasure filling in for Danny Burke this week here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.